welcome all and happy Monday. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of Ripples in the Mountains. I am your host, Angel, and I thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate your company. If you have listened to my first three episodes, you kind of get the gist of where I'm going with this podcast. And it is the ripple effect of kindness, what it means, how important it is, the people that share it, the people that show it. And at the end of the podcast, I am going to talk about some new things coming up that we have created since last week. I'm very excited to share contest opportunities and different things. The logo will be out by Thursday. I'm hoping uh, finishing that up. So uh, they said Tuesday. I'm going to say Thursday just to be on the safe side. So can't wait to share that with you too. It's going to be an original piece of artwork that you uh, will only be able to find and get the merchandise for through Ripples on the Mountain. So um, today, as we talk about our ripples of kindness for the week, we are going to address our mental health and what we can do when we're not okay. Uh, I have had a lot of people reach out to me since I have started this podcast as they know um, what I do and kind of where my background and experience lay. And positive psychology has kind of taken a big leap since COVID especially. So it's, it's asking me a lot of questions about do you really stay positive all the time? Is that really what you do? And, um, isn't that bad? And, and I've had a lot of different conversations about that. So what I want to talk about today, and it's a quote that I know you've heard many times, very simple. I've actually got it on my desk at work that says it's okay to not be okay. And that's what I want to talk about this week. And for those of you that are listening and maybe wondering and have asked, I do want to just put out there that I have been in the field of human services for 25 years of my life. Um, I have a master's degree in human services counseling with a specialized um, field in crisis and trauma. Uh, many, many wonderful workshops and trainings and continued education over the years that have allowed me to continue to learn um, and gain more new updated knowledge and statistics and studies. And if that's one thing I can share with you today on top of all this subject content is never stop learning. You are never too old to quit. You are never too smart to quit. You can always learn something new. And I love to learn. I love the new trainings. I am a certified mental health first aid instructor, so I can teach that class Um, just to give people, it's just like your physical Uh, first aid that you would take CPR and first aid but this is for mental health so if you're interested in that please let me know and we can work out uh, 
classes for that too. So now that I've kind of gotten my background just a little bit out of the way, uh, and I, we're going to talk today about mental health. And I just, I wanted to ease your mind that this is something that I work very seriously in and around and on. And I want to share with you today some things that I feel is very important to learn in our daily walk, but also how kindness is going to tie into this story. So simply put, you have to feel your feelings. We're human beings, you know, we are not machines and we're not going to be happy every single moment of every single day. There are going to be some days that we are frustrated, that we're mad, that we're sad, that we're overwhelmed. There will be days that our depression may be really in high gear and getting out of bed is just not the plan. And those are the days that you do have to remind yourself that it is okay to not be okay. Now, there are many reasons that people ignore what is going on in their mental health. And one of the main reasons, even in 2023, continue to be the stigma of having a mental health issue in your life. There is still this fear and this embarrassment to talk about what's wrong with you. Not wanting to let family or partners know. Um, Some people, the shame that they aren't strong enough to overcome those feelings that come with mental health anguish. And so fear, shame, embarrassment, that keeps you from helping yourself because you let those emotions overtake you. And there are many other reasons that people ignore what's going on with their, with their mental health as well. Um, another is there's limited awareness. There's lack of insight. You just don't fully understand what it means or or the best way to treat it. Maybe you've been misinformed about what depression is, for example. Um, Not understanding that major depressive disorder is very different from being depressed over something situational that's happened. That's a whole different ballgame. Being sad because someone close to you may be sick, Um, you wrecked your car, you lost your job, you had a breakup. Those are situational things in your life that cause you to be sad. And it's okay to feel those feelings. It's okay to be sad and to be upset. Now, major depressive disorder, that's something totally different. That's when you're down in this pit and you can't climb out. That's when you need to check on your friend that maybe you haven't heard from in a few days that they call into work or you can tell they're disheveled and maybe haven't even had the strength to get up and eat or take a shower or take care of any responsibilities that they may have that the depression is that bad. Check in with those people. So you might be that strong person that takes care of other people. So when you feel rough, you feel like you just can't talk about it because, hey, you're the strong one. And if the strong one is feeling mad or sad or upset, et cetera, et cetera, then what happens? So if there's anything that you can take away from the podcast today is that your strength 
does not equal your bad day. I want to say that one more time in a different way. Don't measure your worth based on the day that you're not okay. And it may be a day, it may be a week, it may be any unlimited time frame depending on how severe things are in your mental health well-being and what's going on around you. Think about a time that you've had a bad day. And if you did finally talk to someone about it, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel better? Sometimes just getting it out and having someone listen to you makes a huge difference. Not someone that's trying to fix it, not someone that's offering advice, but someone that's just there, just there to listen. And sometimes that's all we need in those bad moments. Someone that can just sit with us and hear us and validate us. And that's another thing to learn in all this. If you are the one that people go to, it is a learning curve that you don't always have to give a solution. Just listen and be with them. If they're a hugger, give them a hug. If they don't like to be touched, offer them a drink, a coffee, a tea, whatever. Um, Sometimes words, they're just not needed. Now, as a talker myself, this is something that I've really had to work on and learn because I've always been that one that people come to. And I think at a young age, as a teenager, I became conditioned to fix it. I was the fixer. I had to fix everything, anything that came to me. Um, And over the years, of course, with more experience and education and just people in all different walks of life, you learn that not everyone wants a solution. Sometimes they just need to vent. Sometimes being a good listener is the best form of being a good counselor. So when you have another day of not being okay, please remember that it is okay. Now, If you need to take a moment and you need to wallow and scream or fuss or cuss or stomp, cry, whatever, get it out. Just make sure that you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. Seek out good coping strategies and healthy habits. And I will post some of these on the Facebook page this week. If you are curious and ask, I will send you different links and activities. Because it is very important as a part of self-care during this time of you're not okay. And you're in these feelings and you're in these emotions and it's not all sunshine and roses and unicorns, that you find good, healthy habits and coping strategies. And we will talk more about that later. Um, But just for an example of a good coping strategy is music. And I think that's a universal language. And it's the one that I always start with. Because whether you listen to it and you have your favorite playlists, whether you sing or write or play an instrument, or you like to go listen to live music, even go to karaoke or dance. If you are a dancer and you feel the music that way, music is very 
very powerful. It's very calming and it really does help us go through the emotions. There is a song for every single emotion out there. And I don't think I have ever spoke to any group of any age, any situation that has not had that universal language of music. So there you go. Take your music and figure out that coping strategy around that. So how does kindness tie into all of this mental health talk? Well, I mean, I am supposed to be about the ripples of kindness, right? And why it's so important in today's world as well. I am a very big staunch advocate for mental health and to make sure that you take care of yourself. And I hope I was able to display that as such. That when the days are bad and you may feel yourself going down into a pit of depression or anxiety, uh, flashbacks of PTSD, you're just having a rough day for whatever reason, everything's just snowballed into bleh. Well, let me share with you a few things, okay? And this is where your kindness comes in. The National Mental Health Association of Delaware says that practicing kindness can actually boost serotonin and dopamine levels in your brain, also known as the happy hormones. I found this in several different places on several different studies, several different different websites. Mayo Clinic one says physiologically kindness can positively change your brain. Being kind boosts serotonin and dopamine, which are the neurotransmitters in the brain that gives you feelings of satisfaction and well-being. They cause the pleasure reward centers in your brain to light up and go crazy. And those endorphins, which are your body's natural painkiller, well, they're also released. Wow. Psychiatry.org shares that in a study conducted in 2022, Um, participants that acted in kindness helped individuals with their depression or anxiety. They diverted their attention from themselves and it took their minds off of their own symptoms. And while they were doing that inadvertently, just by being kind, there goes that serotonin, dopamine, all that great stuff again. Research had also found that kindness can increase happiness and self-esteem while decreasing stress and emotional reactivity. It also found that people may limit their acts of kindness because they underestimate their value. So if you start doing these acts of kindness and seeing that, wow, I really am helping someone. I really did create a smile out of somebody. I made that ripple of kindness because, and you hadn't done it before. You didn't do it because you're like, oh, big deal if I give that person a compliment. What's that going to do? But then you see what it does. You're not going to underestimate your own value that much anymore. It's going to raise your own self-worth. Researchers found That while a giver looked at the value of the item or action, the receiver saw greater value in the warmth of their gesture and positive social interaction. So with that, it wasn't necessarily that they were given a gift, a material item, 
but it was that positive social interaction. And another feature of acts of kindness supported by research is that it can be contagious. People who received acts of kindness were more likely to be generous themselves. There you go, and there's your ripples in the mountains and in the oceans and all over the world. EverydayHealth.com shows the physical benefits of kindness by showing small acts of kindness are an essential and often overlooked component of health. This includes reduction of stress, helping to manage diabetes, lower blood pressure, and help with heart health. Wow! How can simple acts of kindness do all of these things physically, physiologically, mentally, and emotionally? One study of nearly 13,000 adults over the age of 50 found that those who had the highest sense of purpose had a 46% lower risk of mortality, as well as more optimism and less loneliness. That's 13,000 people that they figured this out with, and almost half of them had lowered their risk of mortality just because they had a higher sense of purpose with their acts of kindness. Kindness, it, it may also impact an important marker of health in the body called telomeris. I hope I'm saying that right. Telomeris. It's part of our DNA and it plays a role in cell growth and ultimately the body carrying out basic everyday functioning and the length of them is an important biological marker that is one aspect indicating how our bodies are aging. This is a study published in a 2019 journal of psychoneuroendocrinology showing that just a six-week workshop on cultivating kindness through loving-kindness meditation helped protect your telomeres. And if I'm not saying that right, you all are going to have to have to uh, fix me on this one. Um, but it may slow the biological aging process. I found these to be so amazing to show all of these different studies and research that it's beneficial in every single way of our life. It is beneficial physically and emotionally and mentally and physiologically and spiritually. And last week, if you listened to the podcast, then you were um, able to hear about Tina Turner and her life and the book that she had written and shared in regard to how she found peace and tranquility in her own life. And shared how kindness and compassion was such a big factor as to how happiness is measured in life. So friends, kindness is more than just a good deed. It is more than a pick-me-up for our morale. It is good for our entire well-being. And that's what I want to share with you today. That's how this ties into good mental health. It's not always about being positive. It's not always about ignoring the bad feelings that we have because absolutely do not do that. We can't help but feel those bad feelings. We are human. Once again, we are not machines. But these ways of 
trying to continue to be kind, kind to others and kind to yourself. That's what helps make it through the days when you're not okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening this week. And I appreciate it. If there's anything that you would like to learn more about the studies that I shared today, the websites, I have them all listed and we'll be more than happy to share. If you, if there was a particular one that you want to know more about, I will be happy to post that and share. I will be making a video link. And as we wrap up the podcast this week, episode four, I've, I've been very excited this past week. We did create a website and you can go to www.ripplesinthemountains.com and you can visit our website and you can see um, blogs that are going to be shared. You can click the link to get to the podcast very easily. You can see our local community um, partnerships and you can click on their links to get to their Facebook page. These are all wonderful businesses that encourage me and I want to help promote them. They are all very kind and wonderful human beings that also want to help other local businesses. And I'm so proud to be affiliated with them and I will be sharing uh, more businesses as we move forward. Um, I have added iHeartRadio to the podcast, so it is now available through Spotify, through Amazon Prime, through iHeartRadio, and you can click on these links visiting the new website, ripplesinthemountains.com, and on Facebook. You can also go to TikTok for my younger users or for those savvy older users. I'm getting to be one myself. And I want to thank everyone so much for your outpouring of love and support. This is absolutely a new um, endeavor and project. And I'm just looking forward to watching it grow and seeing the ripples of kindness as we grow. Um, As the logo gets finished up this week, it is going to be put on some tote bags, some t-shirts, some stickers, different things. And I am going to be giving away um, my first Ripples in the Mountains bag of kindness. And if I catch you giving shout outs and spreading kindness, um, you're going to be entered to win. And we're going to do this once a month. So I started this June 1st and the last day of the month, we are going to draw names and the winner, wherever you live, is going to be shipped the uh, Ripples in the Mountains kindness bag. Uh, I'm also going to start doing the little bags uh, that we had talked about before in the community. So if you receive one, if you see it out and about, um, thanks so much for helping me to continue to spread the bags of kindness around. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing that we are able to do for our workers, for our first responders, for, um, anyone in the fast food industry, for students, for parents, anyone you see having a rough day and you've got some bags of kindness in your car, boom, you go give it to them and, and you make that ripple ripple all day long. So those are just a few things going on. And today, Monday morning, as we start out the week, I hope you have a wonderful week, an amazing week, a superb week, a lovely week.
And if you don't, and if you have a bad day, remember, hey, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You feel it. Get those coping skills. Share a song with me that's important to you because I'm going to be happy to make a playlist for everyone coming up too. And we can share that on Spotify as well. So any song that helps you get through those rough days, let's all share our, our happy music together. If you ever need me, all you have to do is email. You can message me on Facebook. You can message me on ripplesinthemountains.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions you have and help give you the support and kindness that I can offer from where I'm at. And until next time, keep making those ripples.